Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Welcome to the fucking angry and negative show. It is Thursday, January 21st, 2021. Just watch the Flyers grab defeat from the jaws of victory as they took an a shootout loss, rather, to the Boston Bruins in a game that they led multiple times, I believe. And, uh, yeah, shit the bed in the third period. Bruins allowed two goals, took the lead. Flyers came back and scored one. Tied it up. Uh, tried their best in OT. Rask was just standing on his fucking head. And, of course, the Flyers took the L in the shootout because that's just guaranteed at this point. Uh, yeah. What a fucking, what a nightmare of a hockey game. I never want to see Scott Lawton again. I never want to see Travis Sanheim again. Mark Friedman is dead. Sam Moran's getting ready to gear up, probably as a defenseman, if I had to guess. So, uh, yeah. For real, man. God, Nick, I feel like you want to get some stuff off your chest. Fuck everybody, okay? There. <laughs> fuck, fuck you two. Fuck everybody. <laughs> That's fair. I, I was told that Scott Lawton's slander isn't acceptable by that girl that takes half-naked selfies all the time. Like, why, why are people so fucking obsessed Usually with Usually he's the one person that I will defend, I but holy Lawton. shit, was he bad tonight. Dude, he's been bad since the bubble. He took a stupid fucking penalty that led to the power play goal, which didn't Boston take the lead? No, they tied it back up again. Yes. His The line of Giroux, JVR, and Lawton at even strength was terrible. Um... I, I really don't know where to, to, to go. I, there's so much I'm upset about. I guess I'll just start with you're up 2 nothing entering the third. You didn't you didn't show up in the first period. Three shots in the first period. And then in the third period, at one point, Boston had more third-period shots than the Flyers had total shots. And you give up four third-period goals. And, and some of the, some just pathetic. They looked like mites on ice, just couldn't keep up, falling all over each other. Just it's shots were forty to twenty six in favor of the Bruins. By the way, forty to twenty six. Yep. That's and they gave up forty shots against Buffalo too, right? I believe second so. Game in a row. Yeah. Oh, Correct. They yeah, stink. In a row. They stink on defense. They stink. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You guys go because I don't. I'm all over the place. I'm very upset. They lost Friedman, who got tangled up with uh, Marchand, and Friedman just fell right on his fucking face and was gushing blood. I don't know if the visor cut him or if it was his nose or his mouth, but either way, he bleeding everywhere, left, only played 535 of ice time, which means Big Sam, he's coming back because <laughs> they lost yet another player. Gostas Bear is practicing. However, he is in Philly, and due to the COVID things, he can't accompany the team in Boston. He'll probably rejoin them uh, when they head back before the New Jersey series next week. So, looks like Sam Rand's playing defense. He will join Eric Gustafson, Justin Braun, Robert Haig, Travis Sanheim, and Ivan Provrov. What the fuck is going on here? Like, we all knew that not addressing Matt Niskanen retiring was going to be fucking stupid. And boy, is it not looking any better now that they're losing people left and right. The next man up, Derek Pouliot, I believe was recalled as well. So, great. Derek Pouliot, a guy who had potential in 2012 and has been an AHL scrub ever since. Awesome. Who the hell is after him? Zamula? Nate Prosser, maybe? What a fucking disaster things are going here. The forwards, I think Nate, Nate just Prosser actually is on the taxi squad. I think he. I think he's in the oh, uh, Phantoms, but he was oh, okay. hanging around when uh, Goss's beer went down. I think originally. Okay. What a mess! This forward crew without Sean Couturier, like it's pretty clear that Couturier, um, you know, his defense uh, defensive game is missing. The defense not being able to play defense is missing. You had two guys on defense that could play defense: Provorov and Myers, and one of them is gone. <laughs> and Pro Rob played 31 minutes of hockey tonight. Yeah, like, that's too much. 
That's you're pushing the guy to the absolute limit, and we're five games into the season because you yeah. literally don't have any other choice. You know, it's just it sucks. They, they are this injury bug man is getting them, and it's getting them bad this year. Like, where the fuck is Kent Huskins when you need him? Because he might be <laughs> taken over soon enough. Something I wanted to bring up because you know we we kind of tend to ignore it because the Flyers are usually very good on faceoffs, but without Coots. They, I mean, especially tonight, they got dominated in the face-off circle. So, pos- what were the numbers? Um, so I'm just looking at percentages here, and they only have one player that was over 50. percent The total was, was 63 to 37 in favor of the Bruins. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and they usually don't get dominated like that. So they're really missing coots there, not just in the face-offs, but usually if you win face-offs, that means possession. So. You know, if you have the puck, obviously the other team's not getting shots, and you know you start getting into that whole thing. So they're having a hard time gaining control of the puck, and they're having a hard time not giving up quality chances. And it, it's almost like amazing that they were leading this game two to nothing, and then that they were still leading three to two. They were able to score right away. Uh, and then to even get it to overtime, it's, it's kind of like they didn't really deserve to be in overtime, but yeah, let's try to win it. You know, uh, every game has been like this this year. And the fact that they're three, what, three, one and one now, I mean, they're, they're, they're lucky to be that, I think. Uh, but I'm still riding the same, you know, I'm going to give them 10 games if they don't have their shit together after 10 games. I was reading something on Twitter right before uh, Anthony started recording yesterday, and somebody goes, the Flyers are three and one. We should all be happy. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's taking a lot of context out of what's going on. That's like when people say that, you know, they made it to game seven of the second round last year. Like, they yeah. technically did, but if you put context into it and you watched it, it was a like fucking disaster that they had no issue being there, right? They had no, they had no, they should have been done after four games. But, yeah, if you put context into what's actually happening here, it's just not very good. Like, mm-hmm. the first two games were offensive showings against the Pittsburgh Penguins, where the offense came and dominated. And then they got blown out at the hands of the Sabres. Then they came back and a relatively solid follow-up game, and now they had their classic boring playing down to your opponents and then getting beaten in a fucking shootout win. Like, we are seeing all the faces of the Philadelphia Flyers pretty early on in this year and it's just this was this, this is what it was it was a game of playing down to your opponents they played good in the second period first game was a uh, first period was a fucking mess third period was a bigger mess and they lost and they fucking absolutely deserved to lose this one did this seem like the longest game ever oh yes. my anybody god else? it was boring like it I'm was like 48 years old <laughs> <laughs> like they're up two nothing to start the third and it's like all right they're up two nothing you know, they should, maybe they tack on one more and this game's over, like 3-1, something like that. Boom, Boston comes back, scores twice, Flyers score, go up 3-2, and it's like, all right, the game should almost be done. There's, like, still 10 minutes left. So it was just the longest game ever, I thought. So I felt against the first Sabres game, too. It's like, all right, it's fucking 6-1. Can we end this shit? And there's, like, 15 minutes left. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah. <sighs> they have one competent defenseman right now. Yeah. Well, two when Moran answers. Sanheim can fly, but he's just still so soft, and his coverage is bad. Like he was bad on those last couple goals there. Oh god, he, he I, I, he's a guy that he can be really good, but more often than not, he's a mess. And uh, I tweeted that I hope Seattle takes him, and I hope they do. I saw that. I, I hope they fucking trade him. Quite honestly, I think signing that guy long term is probably one of the worst decisions they can make. Because, you know, you, you still have Gossesburg in the books, who's fucking everything up. Now you're going to have Sanham in the books for 5x5. Five five. No, thank you. Put that money somewhere else. Matt Carl. Yeah, I agree. He'll be another Matt Carl who can skate and maybe make some nice passes, but in his own end, he's 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 10-ply. I think I actually compared Sanheim to a Matt Carl before, and I got some shit for it. I wasn't saying they were like, you know, mirror and images no of each other. there's no Chris to carry him either. Correct. Right, right. Yeah, and like Sandheim is supposed to be one of the guys on this team, but he's just another guy. He's like he's not. He's he's an overhyped dude yeah. that is a golden boy amongst Flyers Twitter, so you can't talk shit about him. But can't if you trade put him. five minutes into watching him, it's just like God. This guy, is, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of Travis Sandheim. You know what I hate though, and I whenever I all right, let me just say it like this. So I used to, 
I was questioning him over the summer, I think, maybe even on this show a little bit. Uh, but I would always get, oh, he's young. The, you know, defensemen take longer to cook. And, you know, he's showing his belt. Yeah. That potential excuse is Dude, and it's like, well, kids in a contract year, like, when's it going to show up consistent? When are we going to see it every game? When's he going to put it together, you know? It's like, how can you pay this guy when you still don't know what he is after, what, 205 games? Like, what really is Travis Sanheim? What is he? Why do we want to sign him long term? I don't. I can't give you good reasons why. No. You know, he's another inconsistent player. There's too many inconsistent players on this hockey team. You can't win with inconsistency. You just can't. Because you paid him such a goddamn high uh, bridge deal in the first place. Make him what three point three or something like that right now. Three point two five seven, whatever the fuck it is. Like that's a lot of money for a bridge deal for a player that wasn't very good at the time. You know, now he's going to have 250 games under his belt when his contract's up. And you're going to have to sign him, again, probably 5 by 5 is a going rate for somebody like him. And then what? Then you're stuck with him for a long term and big money? Like, he's just not the guy. Like, save that money for Cam York in a couple years. Put that money towards Carter Hart. Find yourself a real defenseman for $5 million. Don't resign just- Gustafson. Don't resign Sanheim and fucking trade Goss's beer. How much money is that? Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve and a half million or something like that. Like, use that money and go find yourself a real top defenseman. You gotta find someone's gonna take Ghost. I mean, it's not helping that he's not playing. Like, I, I hate JVR and I hate when his minions come out when he scores. But you know what? I Raise love it. that. Raise I love it. that more than anything. Fuck face right over here. It's looking at me on my computer. <laughs> but you know what? Raise your stock. And get the fuck out of my town. JVR. He's one of those guys that can play like shit for six months at a time. And he'll have one game like tonight where he scores two goals. And like, I told you he's good. I told you, Daniel. (laughs) Like, God. It happens all the time. And it drives me fucking nuts. That was all he does. All the guy does is score goals. I don't know why. I don't understand why people don't like him. And again, scoring two goals in a non-consequential game that they ultimately end up losing. Second on the team in goals. Behind only Travis Konechny with three now. Point-per-game player. Did he have an assist tonight or just two goals? I don't know. Jamie uh, Hart is I just had all these stats up. Five points in four games. Just two goals, goals, no assists. Put him in a tie for a second on the team. So I, 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 That's I more it. or less uh, condemning the team than it is promoting JVR. That fucking nobody's scoring goals besides this idiot. Yeah. JVR you know could what? have 75 goals in 56 games this year, and I would still hate him, and they would still have to overpay Seattle to take him off their hands anyway. Yeah. So here's something that I was thinking about during the game. And when you have a team with, you know, it's it's cool to have four lines that can score, right? Like, it's it's a cool thing to be able to say. But when it doesn't happen, like, what good is that, you know? So – it goes back to like you need certain players with certain roles on the team to do certain things. You need a, a line that's all they're going to do is cycle. If they don't score a goal, that's fine. Just keep possession in the offensive zone. Give guys a break. I, I don't, you know, this team, it's fine. They have a lot of players on this team. Uh, they got no studs. They have no go-to guys. Claude Giroux scored a very nice power play goal, speaking of go-to guy. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's like win by committee team. And they just they don't have their shit together now. Unfortunately, they're they're playing in a defensive system and they're not playing the defensive possession game. Uh, Hayes, when asked what kind of what kind of team this was, said they're uh, a defensive team that likes to play fast. They don't look that fast to me. I don't know no. about you guys. No, nope. they look like they're skating with cement in their skates or something. I look at they just look very very slow, sluggish. Other teams are beating them. To, maybe they are fast and everyone's just faster. I don't know. Maybe I'm watching something different. But other teams. They it have could be three just... second lines, Daniel. No, they don't. They've got, like, three third lines. Mm-hmm. They've got a bunch of dudes that theoretically on paper should be good, and then and they go out there and do this shit, and they're not. Yep. And uh, Anthony's been on this train a lot lately, and, and I, I'm tending to agree now. Like, just a bunch of dudes, man. There's nothing special happening here, and sure, they're ravaged by injuries, but, like, your forward core is mainly intact outside of Sean Couturier. Morgan Frost was a non-factor one way or the other. So, like, yeah. granted, he plays a defensive game, but he should not be impacting how this team scores. 
Sure, you have to differentiate your lineups a little bit because he's not there, but come on! If you were so good, you should be able to mix up these lines and be just fine every night. The fact that every single one of these players has played with each other at some point over the last, you know, calendar year, going back to the playoffs and late last year, like, it's just all the same thing. You could put, swap out JVR and Giroux, or Robbie Kubel and Konechny, or Hayes and Lawton. Like, they're all the same player. You know, and when you get in ruts like this where you need the one guy to fucking stand above the crowd, you don't have him. You know, now you have fucking JVR to score some goals. He's, he's at his three-goal limit for the month, by the way, so don't expect anything now for a little while. Okay. How many more days are left in January? A week? Something like that. Uh, ten days. Yeah, ten They're going to feed him again. He's going to score 40 goals in a 56-game season. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good. Then Seattle will take him. <laughs> yeah. But, like, here's the thing with JVR. He'll do nothing else, but what he did tonight is all you really need him to do. Just make your little office uh, near the crease. And if he did it every night, I wouldn't have a goddamn thing to say about him. But we're never going to see it again for, you know, three more months now. (laughs) No, and I get it. Yeah, that's that's kind of been the track record. A lot of my JVR stuff is the bust balls because I know, like, Nick gets really mad. I get very mad. I'm (laughs) boiling over here. (laughs) Go on about him. (laughs) But, like, part of me is, like, a little bit serious, you know? Like... I've said it a million times before. I sound like a broken record. So I know if I say it again, I'll just make you guys angry. But he, he needs a certain guy to play with. I really believe that. You know, I'm Did not going to oh. just pull his mask down to talk into the microphone and then put it back up when he was done. What is the post-game? point, Carter? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, post-game. Yeah. We got to get him on the show one day. I feel like he's like no fun to talk to. <laughs> He's just being like serious Carter Hart mode all the time. Yeah, he wouldn't let it. He wouldn't I let gotta it make happen. saves. Look at my abs. <laughs> Not interested. Yeah. We also talk about how many, um, how many two on ones they passed up shooting the puck and how many times. I know they had a couple power They've been doing goals, that for a decade now. Like, come on. Like, Especially, yeah, they were passing. Especially early in this game, he was in his yeah. "I don't give a shit" mood. We're just gonna blank passes across the ice to nobody, and then of course three on three rolls around and blind drop passes again. Like just complete a fucking pass. That's all I want out of these assholes. Ah, <laughs> oh. yeah, they were they were pretty frustrating, man. It's hard to find you know positives in a game where they got outshot forty to twenty six. I tell you what, they looked pretty good three on three. They ought to just try to play three on three all the time. Hockey real, like, just they be were three actually on three fun to watch. Point. Yeah, it's why far the more fun not? Than the actual product. If it if it wasn't for Tuca in that overtime, the Flyers would have had two points tonight. He oh, he played out of his mind in that overtime. God, I think he had a nice play on Sandheim. Put up on on Tuca to begin with. Sometime at the very beginning of the game, I didn't write any of it down or anything, but. They showed Tuka stats versus the Flyers, and he's got like a 1.5 goals against and like a 980 save percentage in like 10 years or something. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Some wacky number like that. They were like at their peak for a couple years, and the Flyers were just, a, you know, a shithole of a team for, what, six years, seven years? Still are a shithole of a team. <laughs> <laughs> Until they actually, you know make some runs back-to-back years because for the last eight years it's been off and on making the playoffs they haven't made the playoffs back-to-back seasons since 2010 11 11 12 so they haven't even made the playoffs back to back been uh was that freshman sophomore year fuck off 10 11 no that would have been eighth ninth grade you were a freshman <laughs> in high school when they beat the penguins in that first round matchup i graduated in 2014 2012 would have been sophomore year. Okay, that's a little better. So 9th and 10th grade. 9, 10, and 11, 12. So, yeah, so there you go. Regardless, it's been a decade since they went back-to-back years making the playoffs. Trade anybody except Hart or Provorov. I don't know why people get overly attached to these players that have brought you nothing but mediocrity and first-round exits. And a playoff bubble second round where they played a team that wouldn't even been in the first round if the season had finished out. We got like, I don't, I, I, I'm mad. Um, you got, you got to make trades. I see, I see Mikey D talk about it. He's been spitting hot fire. Oh yeah, he was days. on fire. Mike this is morning. on fucking fire. You, you got to make a trade. You, you need a defenseman and you need 
a couple of forwards. I know you can't go shopping, but like, like we're, let's play some fucking chess here the is and make some moves. In this weird middle of the year, like you fucked over your off season and you're not quite near the trade deadline yet, so you're stuck yeah. in this weird middle ground area. But when the trade deadline comes knocking, and especially this off season, if shit doesn't start happening, I'm gonna be a rather angry damn the player. Fan. I mean, start making the moves now. You have to start building towards something. You hear yeah, how Pierre Luc Dubois sat during the third period? And yeah, like <laughs> Tortorella is treating him like shit. Long, uh, Line is sitting in uh, Winnipeg. I swear to God, if they just swap for each other, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Probably. I could see Dubois going to the rags, though. They need a center. They're going to go through yeah, Handel. I'm all in Michael or... Yeah. Yeah, right. interesting stuff. Let me spin this for you guys in a, a weird way real quick here. Because as bad as the Flyers have played uh, the first five games, they're in first in the division. And I know, you know, that might... You I know, should I, be this angry watching them then. I know, and I get it. But it's like, holy shit, like they look really bad, but they're in a very good spot for playing this bad. And if throughout yeah. the course of a season... All you do is they're you know, also in a division with the Bruins and Penguins who aren't as good as everybody thought. The Rangers are shit. The Sabers are shit. The Caps were there, but now half their teams in COVID protocol, so they're going to suck for the foreseeable future. And that was their fault, right? Didn't they break protocol? They were all gang banging in one of the uh, rooms or something. Yeah, that's well, what the I Russians said were, too. Right? It, was, it was Ovechkin, Orlov, and who? Samsonov and uh, was it Kuznetsov? Kuznetsov. It was yeah. all the Russians, I think. You sneaky Russians! They're gassing up in there, buddy. You know. <laughs> So you know what they were doing. You essentially have the Islanders there and the Devils who look pretty decent, but I believe Blackwood was just put on COVID protocol earlier today as well, so they're fucked. So the Flyers are kind of here by default at this point. And yeah, given the so... way these injuries are chipping away at them, they're fucking a couple games away from calling up the Reading Royals roster. You know, so fucking Pascal LeBears will be their number one center before too long. <laughs> For real, dude. Matt Strom here to carry the team. Yeah, so let me continue with this positive spin. They're in sure, Jim, put a positive spin on what's going on here. They look like shit. They're without the number one reigning well, trophy-winning center, center in Coots. They're without their arguably number two defenseman in Myers. Uh, they were shorthanded to only five defensemen the last two games. That's you know could be an excuse, could not be, however you want to look at that. Limblom is fresh coming off cancer. You know he's got to be still getting his legs under him a little bit. You know, he's looked okay, but he hasn't looked like old Oscar Limblom in my opinion. Uh, Nolan Patrick is still finding his way back. Like, he's not 100%. Like, there's no way. Like, this team is going to get healthier. They're going to get better as the season goes on. They look like absolute shit. And through four or five games, they're number one in the division. Like, that's not supposed to be that. So, okay, so, so they, they make can... the playoffs and then get stomped when they get there. Well, yeah, potentially. Like it's like this. <laughs> That's this a moral victory, is... Jim. I don't give a shit. This is gonna be exactly. Well, they made it to the second round for the first time in eight years. Great. They made it back to back for the first time in a decade. Great. Then we're gonna sit here and clutch our fucking pearls and do the same thing with the same lineup again next year because fuck progress, right? As long as we uh... got them moral victories, we don't need no goddamn cups. You, you figure by the deadline, you know, because they, this team is not complete. Like they got to add something. They got to add something on defense, especially. Let's read some of uh, uh, Mikey's tweets here because they were just straight fire uh, earlier today. I was in all in trading for a top four defenseman for the Myers injury. I was frustrated when nothing was done uh, to fill the hole Niskanen left. I stared blankly at my screen when I wrote Provorov's name, uh, bronze neck, bronze name next to Provorov. I scoffed at watching Gustafson play. Go trade for a fucking D-man. What we'll put the expansion draft? Cry about it later. How often do we sit around and stew in worst case scenarios when reality unfolds and shit just worked itself out? Often. We have smart people in head office. Go trade for a fucking NHL caliber defenseman right now. But, but, we have to resign blank, blank, and blank over the next few years. I'll tell you what. If this team gives me another performance like they did in the playoffs last summer, I'm not terribly concerned about who I have to resign. Make this team better this year now! I like it! And Nick's undressing. <laughs> wait, wait. What? I'm not seeing this. I'm looking at stuff. Oh. I thought you were going to be nude. No, I got so mad and, and sweaty, I had to take my jersey off. Ah. It's only 10.30. We're not even at midnight yet. Do we have to pay for this stuff? Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Nick's undressing. What? 
I was expecting to just see Nick. get hot when I get mad. <laughs> get all that, that uh, Italian fire yeah, burning you down in you there. Oh, my loins. Spaghetti sauce. Hey! <laughs> Rolling through the veins. You can't make that joke. Jim and I can make that joke. You can't make that joke. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy with this team, but I'd be a lot. I don't think I've walked away once yet through all these games being like, yep, I'm happy. Even when they beat Pittsburgh, it's like, okay, they beat Pittsburgh, but that was a fucking mess. <laughs> now it's yeah. like, man, I just want to see like a good game. Can I get one good game to put a little bit of faith back in me and this team? But now we're just finding different ways to win by the skin of their teeth or fucking lose dramatically. Like, it is, it's the same Philadelphia Flyers we've always seen because it's the same fucking shitheads that are still on the ice that we've seen them lose year after year, year after year, after year, after year now. <sighs> I just, I hate it. I hate hockey. What am I doing with my life? Why don't I find a different mm-hmm. hobby? Why don't I pick up, like, rugby or something? Cricket. How about that? I'm going to be a cricket Stop. fan. You, you want to start a, cri- a cricket podcast? Yeah. Brotherly Cricket, <laughs> hosted by Dan the Cricket Fan. That could be fun. Just have, have no idea how cricket? to play cricket. How the cricket. fuck does that work? Is it players? I, don't know. I have no idea. Uh-uh. I think it's like the opposite of baseball. Like you hit the ball back. Can you hit the ball back? Actually, it's I not. Think you can hit it anywhere. Like you can hit it backwards, right? Yeah. How kooky is that? It's kooky, all right. How kooky. <sighs> Speaking of kooky. Yes. I don't know. I just felt like saying, speaking of kooky. How about that game? <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's Ruben Frank? Angle? Jesus Christ. He looks like a 90-year-old grandma right now. Who? Ruben Frank, the Eagles guy. Oh, uh, okay. Jesus Christ, he is not looking very good. I like the idea of Yandel. I'm not sure. Yandel isn't about a player, though. And and I think at this point, Yandel, you know, I wouldn't mind him, especially if Gustafson wasn't here. But I I wrote a piece earlier in the week about it. And, like, at the end of the day, you'd be doing it for cap reasons. You know, if you trade JBR for Yandel one for one, that clears $650,000 in cap. You don't have to deal with JBR's contract anymore. And granted, it's about the same, but you have a better chance dealing away a, you know, six and a half million dollar contract than you do seven or something like that. You know, it's about that. It's about getting rid of the mindset. You know, I saw when Yandel first came up on Twitter and everybody's like, he's 34. No deal. I don't want him. You know, the whole Ron Hextall thing. You know, like, if you do something like that, you're going to tear this fan base apart. But you're going to ultimately do what you have to do. And as your defensemen keep falling here, Yandel may not be so much about cap space. And he may be about actually adding an actual player. But, um, I don't know. You're you're quickly backing yourself into a corner with these defensemen. Especially, I, I would assume Freeman has a concussion. You don't typically go face first off the ice with your full body weight behind you and not have a concussion. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he didn't come back, you know, they didn't stitch him up and come back, pretty much tells you all you need to know on that one. And uh, Myers broke his rib, only out about a month, maybe six weeks, versus the original report from Mook on Flyers Twitter last night. He said, he's going to be out four to six months with a broken ankle. What? The guy had 100 followers and took Flyers Twitter by mad for no reason at all. And uh, Somebody texted me about that last night while I was out for my sister's birthday, and I almost choked on a meatball. Like, I saw that tweet, I'm like, what? And then I saw who it was, and I'm like, this guy's got 100 followers. Who the fuck is he to... Yeah. My sources tell me. Okay. My sources tell me to go, fuck yourself. <laughs> but uh, there's that. Who the fuck was the other one? Oh, Frost. Dislocated his shoulder. Like an asshole. Because he's a five foot four ballerina who can't take it. 140 hit. pounds soaking wet. Under, I think 140 is gracious. Like 120. Dude, like size matters a little bit, and you see why. Barely got hit. hit. Barely got hit. It's like I don't know. I I don't know. I feel bad for him because he did have his opportunity stolen from him. I get that as a Sam Rayan fan who's watched every fucking opportunity be pulled out from under him over the last five years. I get it, but at the same time, what the fuck was that? How do you dislocate your shoulder on a hit where you barely got touched, bro? Like, I don't know. The Flyers are just that soft this year. <laughs> Not ready yet. That's all. Um, 
Yeah, every single injury was weird, right? None of them were like vicious hits. Coots or one was crazy. Coots uh, one uh, just an everyday hit you see a hundred times a game, and he tore his ribs apart. Forty-five seconds into the game, like what? And then uh, Frost separated his shoulder off a nothing hit. Myers, uh, the Myers thing even wasn't that bad. Like when I was found out he broke his ribs, I'm like, what? Because <laughs> it looked yeah. like he hurt his knee because he went into the boards by the uh, benches awkwardly. It looked like he may have tore his ACL or something, but nope, he broke a rib somehow. Didn't Did Radcliffe he get break hit? a rib? Did Myers get hit? There was some kind of collision there. But like, I, I was so focused on the knee on that play that I watched a couple times that I never even really noticed it. I, there was somebody by him, but I, I, again, I never really noticed that you know there was a big hit happening in the rib area. So I, I kind of want people to know something who are listening. I don't, like. I don't know about you guys, but I'm seeing the flyers. Like some of these guys are just getting run at. Like yeah. it's now, like it's now a thing. Like it's now, it's now known that hey, you can run around against the flyers because they don't have anybody that's gonna, you know, come after you. And so teams do that shit on purpose. And I'm not saying these guys got hurt because of you know these vicious hits, but you know when you don't have anybody that's gonna answer, answer you back. You you kind of have free reign to pick who you just want to bury. <laughs> they're not being targeted, but they're just the sheep to the slaughter at this point. Yeah, it's like the fuck's you know, gonna stand up. Aubrey Cabell's gonna give you a sucker punch. Oh, right. you know who cares? I'd Dude, run over these fucking idiots. Like... JVR's gonna come my way. I'll just stand my ground and you watch him fall over when he tries to hit me. <laughs> there was one like that tonight. Who was it that was kind of going in for a hit and got put on their ass? It was early in the game. Sandheim. Oh yeah. It may have been Sanheim, yeah. Dude, I feel like you could just, like, blow. Like, a gust of wind will knock him over, dude. He's like the... You know, he, he reminds me of... Uh, who's who's the Scarecrow? Oh, the Scarecrow from uh, Wizard of Oz. That's who Sanheim reminds me of. Like, you just blow him over. He, he just has no horror. Like, he's Hopefully. just... You just get a whole, huge, uh, Sam back in your lineup. And it's like... And they'll dude, show they, these people what's up! <laughs> they really need a guy like that, though, and it's... You need multiple guys like that. They do, like, but like guys. It's a change of of mindset for the whole team. Like, you're gonna throw Sam Rand in there on Saturday, more than likely, in some role or another, and he's gonna be a vast improvement on his own, right? Just wrecking people. But it needs to be the entire team. Like, it's a mindset change at this point. You got to play more physical. Even the other day when was it the the game they won I guess against Buffalo? Or was it the game they lost? I don't know. Everybody was praising JVR cuz he did some stuff. And it's like you know, you're praising this team for throwing a couple checks, you know, but you got to do more than throw a couple checks. You know, you got to disrupt plays and make it happen and get to the dirtiest and fucking fight a little bit. You know, just to, because you're physically in an area or you throw a check or a sucker punch in Abe Kubel's case. Like it doesn't make it something. I don't want to see Sam Rand. Watch Sam Rand in a board battle. You think that's going to be fun for anybody? Hell no. He's going to make him pay, you know? I'm going to lay these fuckers out. I can't wait to see Sam Rand in there. Everybody's going to talk shit about him because, of course, he's probably going to suck. But you know what? He brings something that nobody else will. Yep. And that's what matters because that is what they are lacking big time right now. And you know an They're entire la- defense score, but that's a different story. Dude, they're lacking a pair of fucking testicles is what this team lacks. They lack bite. There's too much bark on this. Like, this Flyers team is a lot of, like, what, I don't know, uh, teams in the past used to, like, they used to annoy the shit out of me because they would have nobody that would ever fight. You know, they would talk, 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 and they would get their asses whooped, and that's what this this team kind of is. You need, like, a and right like, white I, at this point would go a long way. Yeah. Like somebody like, I, like that. I get it. The team's built off like skill now. I get it. That's fine. It's the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> skill. But I, I hope that everybody who's listening, I hope that you can see why some players are necessary. Not every player is out there to score goals. You need guys to, you know, you need them to police the game. They, you need them to do things that the referees can't do. If I'm gonna run out, if I'm gonna run a guy, and all I'm gonna get is a two-minute penalty, five-minute max. That, I'm not scared of a penalty. I'm going to go I'm out there and do it again. I'm going to drop Mark Friedman on his face and just walk away with nothing. Right. I'm going to do but it. If I got to turn around and look at fucking Sam Moran ready to kick my ass, I might think twice, you know? It's just the reality of it. People don't agree. They don't understand. Maybe they don't like it, but that's what it is. I always think these people that don't appreciate that kind of physical leadership probably never played the sport. 
I, I, I think I, that I has a lot to do with that. Uh, if you don't appreciate the physical leadership on a team and, and players that take that kind of role and lead by example, then I, I'm pretty sure you've never done this fucking thing. Like, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand how people can't respect it otherwise. Like, if you've never oh. been there and done that, how can you not like what Sam Moran's going to bring to the table? Because of course I'll... he's bad, Daniel. Look at your fucking nose out of your calculator, then, you asshole. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I've been in a lot of fights in my life, but a guy going out there and literally putting his body, his face on the line for his teammates, you know, getting punched. Nobody wants to get punched in the face, but they're going to go do it. To, to, I'm sure somebody you know, the does. Team it has will, to be a kink for somebody. Yeah, there's some sick fucks some out there. Some people pay but, for that pleasure. Yeah. But if you're a player and you're like, wow, this guy's like taking punches to the face and I'm afraid to get in the crease to score a goal, I better wake my ass up. Like, that shit is, that stuff's real. Like, I, I don't know why people don't believe in that stuff. Maybe they think it's, I just don't get it. Like, if, if you've played on a team and a guy, Travis Konechny had a nice block shot tonight. You could hear the bench go crazy. Did you guys, did you guys hear that? Like, they I didn't see hear anything because the fucking crowd noise was so goddamn loud tonight. It was, yeah. Especially in overtime, but, it's like ugh, I'm, players I'm, I'm notice that. Done with this crowd noise horseshit. It was extra loud. I don't know. Just maybe, maybe it's considered old school now. I really oh, don't. Oh, it definitely know what it is. is. Like it's that's a shame, you know. If, if you know sacrificing yourself for the good of the team, because you, you're not going to score a goal every game, it's not possible. Sam so going to go out there the and he's going to lead by example physically. But again, he's going to be like a uh, minus two with some bad course, and people are going to fucking hate his guts, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm fully prepared for it. But you know what? He's going to make a difference. He's going to bring something mm-hmm. nobody else does, and that's what's important right now. Yeah, so fuck them. That's what this team lacks. They lack balls, man. They're just so soft. I don't know. Nobody on the Flyers would scare me. I, I would run everybody. I would run around like an asshole out there, as Riley Cote would say. Yep. There's things that don't show up on the stat sheet. And have you listened to Derek Settlemeyer and Riley Cote's podcast yet? Yep. Did you hear the Provrov interview? I didn't I didn't listen to that one. Nope. Provrov tells a story about the game in Nashville. Good clean hit on somebody, but a couple, you know, a couple of predators don't like it. They start skating his way. Simmons out the corner of his eye, sees that happening, doesn't go off for the line change, starts heading for Provorov, and the two predators peeled right off. Yeah. Because Simmons was there to police his team. Yeah, they lost a lot with when they people lost People like, yeah, it's a shame that, I mean, Simmons played a very physical game, and his, and he's not a, I mean, he's, he's in good shape, obviously. He's a professional athlete, but he's not like a thick guy. You know what I mean? So, wore him down. Um, but players like Kote, uh, Todd Fedorik, uh, even not Jody Shelley on the Flyers, there was no reason for oh, him. But, but <laughs> Ian Perrier, who twice in that season took pucks to the head, that that stuff doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah, block shot does, but when when you lose your pretty much entire set of teeth and come back the same game, dude, that. <laughs> Like, that's fucking crazy. Like <laughs> is, he probably shouldn't have came back. No, he like, shouldn't. Have. And even when he took the puck in the head against New Jersey, yeah. but Ian LePere did whatever it fucking took. He would fight. He would hit block shots. He did it all. He was and, my favorite player. I mean, uh, besides yeah. Richards, I think they were on the. I think they were both on the team. But LePere is one of my favorite all. T- I think I have an autographed picture of LePere somewhere. There's just things that don't show up on a stat sheet, and you could. Screen Corsi at me till you're blue in the face, but like you both just said, they had the Flyers don't have that guy where it's like, oh, <laughs> did you see? I think it was Ryan Gilbert, that fucking analytics shithead. A few days ago, one of the Sabres games, he put a tweet out of a gif of Robert Haig clearing the puck, and he says, oh. Robert Haig sucks. And tonight, Robert Haig didn't clear the puck. And he goes, well, Robert Haig didn't clear the puck in this one. And it led to a goal. It's like, well, what the fuck you want here, bud? I I, I hate analytic people. The fucking manager. The Lightning added some serious sandpaper to their their lineup. And they won the cup. They got over the hump. The Blues played with serious grit. And they won a cup. That's how the Kings won their cups. We yeah. went over this a few week about a month ago. Lockett I don't need to repeat everything. Three, but uh, 
Provorov had three and Braun had three. Yeah, it's not enough. No, it's not. Like, and these fucking JVR lovers, like, does he ever win a board battle? Does he ever, like, when you put a puck in deep, does JVR put the defender through the glass no. and make him make a hurried play? Like, JVR. He tries fucking... to, but then the defenseman just knocks him over because he's correct. A like, <laughs> like, what was the line and did? Yes, correct. But, like, JVR doesn't make the defenseman, like, think twice and make a quick, like, make a rushed move. They're not scared of JVR. They're not scared of Konechny. They're not scared of Lindblom. They're not scared of Hartsy and Kartsy and Fartsy and Tartsy. They ain't scared of none of these guys. You Jake, can put the puck in the Jake corner. Jake is trending again. What did he do? He had three assists. Christ. Yeah, it seems to be what it is. He assists the 700 career. He passed point. Mark Recchi on the Flyers assist list and then hit his 700th point. shit. Ew. Dare pass Mark Recchi. Did they talk about that during the game? I feel like that yes. should have been something yeah, brought passed up. It a couple times, yeah. Uh, I missed it. Somehow on my my watching of the Flyers. You're probably asleep. <laughs> yeah. I was blowing out my fucking candle. <laughs> I I didn't know that you're only supposed to light a prayer candle when when you need something. And I figured I was doing a good thing. Aren't you the Catholic school get here? Shouldn't you know that? I I so I thought it was just good luck. So I the Flyers were winning two nothing in the third. So I'm like, all right, well let's go for the shutout. So I lit the candle. No lie, that thing was lit for two minutes. Boston scored two goals. So I blew that shit right back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fucked. Are we taking bets on who they lose next to injury? Like we like a Deadpool, like a Flyers Deadpool. <laughs> no, Patrick. No, please, no. He went down I, with a high stick, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> like, no, that's really it for two, one, two more runs. No, I, a Flyers Deadpool like, would be kind of fun, but no, I feel like that's like ill will. It's going to be... That would be frowned upon very much so. Who's soft? Uh, Stan I, maybe? The boys on Angry and Negative are talking about when people are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. Daniel's an asshole. Oh, no. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should talk about Dubois just getting sat for an entire hockey game a little bit more. Did he do something wrong, or is this a trade? Or I just saw it in a passing comment on Twitter. I didn't actually investigate. So this says... No, nothing wrong. Uh... Dubois appears to have checked out on the ice. It's getting ugly. Whoever Jim Barron I did hear about that the other day. He was just kind of having fun skating around out there like an asshole. Yeah, Yeah, there's a pretty (laughs) uh, good clip of him here just doing just that. So he looks like he's figure skating. What a guy. Yeah, That's the kind of effort I want on my team. (laughs) Yeah, right? Imagine. uh, I mean, probably just skating around doing nothing is probably better than half the people on here. So. That's a pretty dick thing to do, man. Like, that's, like, some kind of, like, privilege right there. Is Riley Nash a blue jacket, or is Rick Nash back? Mm, Not Riley Nash. There's just R. Nash on here. I'm like, what? What year is it? Yeah. He has to be one of the most underappreciated people when he was at his peak. Yeah, he was. I was always a big fan of Rick Nash. Oh, he was awesome. Just played in a shitty market. He played in front of 71 fans every night. (laughs) He played in front of 71 fans he had an ownership group or whatever that never bothered to build for him. And then when he did trade for a center, Jeff Carter, Jeff Carter hid in Seattle City and then pouted for three months until they traded him away. Pierre-Luc Dubois paid uh, three minutes and 55 seconds of ice time tonight. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Well, I heard he wants out because he doesn't like Tortorella. Oh, and now Tortorella's... That's true. Everybody loves John Tortorella. Yeah. I don't think he said anything stupid yet. I haven't seen any highlights of him. Usually he they, loses it at some point during the year. They asked him to talk about it. He said he's not going to discuss it. So uh, I think that's the right thing to do. I'm going to trade him to the Rangers, and then the Rangers are going to go win 10 Stanley Cups on his back while the Flyers are still hoping Travis Anheim turns into something. Could you imagine? I, w- I will be mad if they – I will be angry if they do trade for Dubois. Like, but they they can't trade them. Well, I guess they're not really division rivals. Uh, maybe next not year. Not at the time being, but it'll happen. Shit. They'll be yeah, back. for real. Nah, they JVR can't. JVR for Yandel, straight up. Yes, actually. Yeah, they could. Case. They need a day. Can you imagine fucking Keith Yandel? 
12 he's years fun. in the making of being he's a fire He's a funny fucking guy. Yeah, he's fun. Why not? Your man, the point. Shane Gossiver is going to come back. She'll be so thrilled. Gossiver and Gustafson in the same lineup at the same time. Jesus Christ. Pretty sure I've Braun and Gustafson was a pair tonight. What the fuck? Yeah. That was, the second, that was the second pair. Yeah. Like, what? Um, they didn't even. They just lost Myers. They didn't even lose two people on the blue line yet. I guess Friedman was down, but he was the third pair guy. Like, you lost one guy and everything collapses. Uh-huh. Didn't we talk about that this summer when they didn't address Niskan? I feel like we might have. I think we did, Daniel. Yeah. Many times. Pretty sure I wrote about it many times, too. Yeah. Oh, God. I cursed Friedman with that article this morning. He has a golden uh-huh. opportunity that Myers is hurt. And he played three minutes and got his face smashed into his face. Yeah. Brains are out there on the ice. They're still picking up. Didn't look bad in the three minutes that he played in, though. He drew a power play. <laughs> For aggressive oh, hugging, did. yeah. Unfortunate. <clears throat> Hopefully it's nothing serious, man, but it, if he didn't come back from a cut, it's probably not Once great. they fucking glue his teeth back into his skull, then we can... Uh... Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to hiccup into the mic. What'd you, guys the think of that... <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think of that Ian Cole-Greg Patteron trade? What? You didn't see that? Uh, Avalanche made that trade, right? Yeah, Ian Cole is a guy the Flyers could use i think he's make he's got one year left on his deal making uh i don't know what he's making but it's a 3.5 million 3.45 million dollar cap hit he's a sandpaper guy he's been around i think he went to a couple cups with the penguins didn't know this trade uh, happened yeah the uh avs moved them for cap purposes for greg patterin that's a move i would have liked to have seen the flyers make nah yeah. yeah, or even God forbid, sign a Julius Honka. Like you need defense. What's one more? You already got fucking twenty of them. <laughs> Watching the Pierre Luc Dubois thing now. That's incredible. Yeah. It's legit, like figure skating, right? <laughs> He's just... <laughs> yeah. That's what he do. Great. He's just He's gliding just... back and forth. Oh, he just doesn't just... even care. Nothing at all. Awesome. Yeah, it's a shame, man. Imagine being his teammate. My kind of guy. I want him on my team now. Even just doing that, he's skating harder than JVR ever has. Yeah. <laughs> he got into a board battle and just stepped back and let the leap stick in. Awesome! And then just casually nonchalantly skates to the bench. I love him. I want him on my team now. God damn it, Chuck. Make this happen. Oh, that's great. Pierre. Here, Luke. 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 I am your father. <laughs> you can cut that out. Oh, no. That's staying in. That's the best content we've had in a long time. <laughs> I work on Saturday, so I won't have to watch the next slop fest against Boston. 5 nothing win, JVR, five goals. <laughs> Why are Colorado's up? pants different color than their jerseys? Yeah, they're in their away uniforms tonight. And those are like neon blue pants. Nick loves them. Why? No, I don't. Their blue helmets yeah. don't match their home jerseys. You saw my tweet. Yeah, you tweeted yesterday how much you yeah, love man, them. And I made a comment about how the <laughs> the new pants don't match the away uniform at all. Ah, oh, this is why. Like they're if they're already ruining the these vintage jerseys by giving it the old Adidas look, now they just. Wearing three different shades of blue with their helmet, jersey, and pants. They should have gone if they wanted to get away from the black pants and helmet. Then they just should have gone to that maroon instead. The maroon would probably look better at with as the helmet. All and pants. maroon, everything. Just, just yeah, the maroon pants, or like put a maroon stripe down the pants, or like just make them around. neon green. That's about as stupid as these look right now. Yeah, it, just, it looks very bad. <laughs> they just keep fucking up those abs uniforms. How are you guys doing in the fantasy league? I know Dan what my ass last week. Uh, the guy I'm facing this week is having a pretty good week, and I didn't set everything correctly last night, so I missed out on some points, and then I benched Everly tonight over someone else, Ooh. and Everly on my bench did really good. So, of course. Isn't, well. that, isn't that the worst? Yep. 
I get irrationally angry when I do that. Like I left Varlamov in another league. I left Varlamov on the injury list. Oh, oh, how about this? Actually, in my other league, I was dominating all week, and I had both my goalie starts left on Saturday and Sunday. Had them planned out nicely. Simeon Varlamov must have like got hit in the neck with a puck. That was left incredible. That video was fantastic. Oh, I did see it. <laughs> he's there in practice. And he's yeah. got a dangler, but it's all the way up on his helmet, which is not the like, fucking point of a dangler. <laughs> and he's there, and it just boom right in the throat, and he falls down. And I'm like, that was incredible. What the yep. fuck? You tried to kill yep. your own goalie during fucking... Yeah, like, why are you shooting? Why are you shooting up near his fucking head? Yeah, like, why never you do that. So, yeah, I lost out on uh, some points there. Then uh, he came back, and I left him on the uh, the IR. Another fucking shutout. There goes 50 points. So, yeah, I, I hate goalies. I hate fantasy See, goalies. I'm on? starting to hate fantasy hockey. The Twitter league. Ew, I'm losing to Steve by four points. <laughs> oh, my God. Gagging with a fucking spoon. I beat the shit out of Jim last week. He did. And in the brotherly puck league, these this matchup over here must be like two weeks at a time because I'm kicking the shit out of Noah, and this has been going on forever now. (laughs) (laughs) Just two week ass whooping. Sorry to hear that, Noah. Hockey league. Let's see what everybody else is doing here. Matchups, maybe. I haven't done fantasy hockey in years. Me neither. Uh, This is this matchup. Where's everybody else's matchup? Five. Holy Jesus. 532 I am dominating the league by about 100 of everybody else. Good. Wow. Dan the Flyers landing over here. And in the Twitter league, what does everybody look like? If I lose to Steve, I'm going to be fucking livid. I'll have to get him on the show. No! <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing. If he especially if he wins, I want nothing to hear from this guy. You flaunting in the fucking end zone here. Oh, God, I have Blackwood. That's probably why he's on COVID protocol. He got shit pumped. He's hurt. That's right. The Devils got killed tonight. By the Islanders. Didn't Jack Hughes have like a seven-point night the other night or something? What? I think I just added him in one of these leagues. Stutzel is out. Teravainen's on the fucking Stutzel. list. God damn it. Stutzla. Stutzel. Um, um, no recent news about Jack Hughes. What the fuck? Jack Hughes. Huge? Jack Huge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Different guy. I was going to say, I don't, know what's up. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that guy, but, uh, get a. His page would load. He had a four point night against the Rangers the other night and had a two point night last night. Yeah, it was a four-point four No, two well goals and one assist. Jesus, three points and one point, two points. And then didn't do anything tonight. Hmm. Yeah, Flyers are going to run away with this division pretty soon, boys. Until Not the COVID strikes it. them, and then they lose even more people. Oh, my God. Between the injuries and COVID, they're going to be decimated. <laughs> for real. I got I to gotta have you guys over for a Flyers game one of these weekends. Yeah, you got some pasta, pizza. Meatballs. Maybe I'll dress up like the Mario Brothers. Any other stereotypes you got there, fucking Jim? <laughs> I like all that food. What the fuck? Like, I really wanted all that. Maybe I'll grow out a mustache and just to talk like this the whole night. What the fuck? Like, I actually like all that food. <laughs> I'm going to make you wear an inner jersey the whole time. That, yeah, that's fine. I'll yeah, bring as long the as the Flyers. I'll make as you wear a you... Lazio jersey. Yeah, I kind of like. I was gonna buy a Lazio jersey. You can't do that. Yeah, I like the uh, the eagle on it. Those are cool. but you were a Rome fan. That's their biggest rival. Yeah, I know. But the, you know, there's no more Totti. There's no more De Rossi. No more Florenzi. It's like, who, what do I watch this team for now? Pain. You know, pain. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to like the old Milan team with the the Gattuso and Pirlo and Maldini and Nesta. Oh, all those guys: Shevchenko, Seedorf. They were good, but I hate Milan. Yeah. Shevchenko, just... that's a MMA fighter, man. Yeah, it might be a boxer, actually. But yeah, Ukrainian guy. Yeah. The original Shevchenko. Beast. Fedor has COVID. Who? Who? Fedor Emelianenko. Oh, you, you're in the UFC. I don't watch UFC. MMA, yeah. I used to cover it. Get out. That's how I got into that. this sports Learned nonsense. something new every day. Mm. Had no idea. 
Yeah, it's fun it's stuff. Quite a while though, but yeah. I haven't I'm watched any UFC in forever. You watch any of the Fight Island stuff? Uh, I've seen a bit of it. I don't. Wait. I haven't watched much. Last time I, God, when was the last time I was even covering that stuff? Twenty seventeen, maybe twenty eighteen. Shit, been quite a while since I was actively watching it. Did I see McGregor's coming back for a fight? Yep. You think he just needs money or what? Probably. <laughs> I feel like that's what these guys do. Once they get oh, to this I'm, level, it's I'm just kind of yeah, payday. Yeah. Maybe it was this guy Poirier money or something. It's like, all right, dude, I'll fight you. Who knows? It's all crooked shit, man. You know what I used to love? I used to love boxing back in the day when Tyson was in his fucking... Well, Dan, I don't think you remember that. But, Nick, you remember that, right? Yeah. I mean, we were really young when he was kicking dude. the shit out of people, but... Absolutely. His highlights are ridiculous. Animal, dude. Yeah, he was an animal. Italian trainer. And then after he passed away... Psh, surround yourself with the wrong... Ah, we can make this a boxing podcast if you want. Might as well. I mean, more fun than the Flyers. <laughs> yeah. You lose any bets lately, Jim? Did I lose any bets? Why? Do I, do I have something on my face or what? No, I'm just curious. I know you're into this gambling nonsense. Uh, So I forgot to make a bet tonight. I lost a couple. I did, like, gigantic parlays that would, you know, I didn't have that much of a chance to happen. Like, $5 bet to win, like, $2,000, you know, like, 10-team parlays. So nothing really serious. I win here and there. I get lucky once in a while. I had a stock that really shot up this morning out of nowhere. So I took some gains there. If you guys are, that's kind of like gambling. very hesitant to check any of that stuff. Yeah. The first yeah. time I checked it, like it was right when start shit started to hit the fan in the pandemic. And it was like an obscene amount of money that I lost. Like, no, thank you. Not interested. Don't want to look at this ever again. Last time I checked, it's been a few months, but I was doing pretty good. Now I, I yeah. just, I'm afraid. I try to avoid looking at that whenever possible. I got in a little late. The time to like buy the shit out of everything was exactly when COVID hit. Now oh, yeah. I know. Next next pandemic, buy. You know, so I'll be prepared for Just that. Until shit hits the fan again, and then <laughs> hop right back in. Yeah. So yeah, I woke up this morning, checked the stocks, and all I just saw was a straight arrow going up. Like, oh my god! And it was like seven o'clock, and uh, you know the market doesn't open till nine thirty. So I'm like, shit, I'm not gonna make it till nine thirty, and I ended up passing out. <laughs> and uh, I I missed like. I set a timer and I never do that. The, uh, the stop limit. And you know, if you guys know stocks, you know, don't make fun of me. Cause I'm not really, I'm not professional. Or anything. That's one thing. I don't actually know what I'm doing. I just kind of <laughs> check every now and again. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. I put a limit, put a limit. I never do that. I set my alarm just in case I fell asleep. Cause I woke up like five, six, set my alarm for like nine, nine o'clock, slept through the alarm, woke up at nine forty seven. And it hit the limit and ended up still going up. It went up to like a dollar, like 20 cents. And I sold it at like 90 cents or something like that. So I missed out on some money, but I'll take, you know, I can't be too greedy. So yeah, I guess I kind of want to. How are your stocks doing, Nick? What the fuck is this show turning into? <laughs> <laughs> Part of me forgot that we were still recording. I was just talking right there. Dinner's <laughs> on stocks. me, boys. <sighs> Then I'm going to hit this lottery tomorrow if nobody won it tonight. Yeah, I'm going to play that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played the lottery yet. I got a scratch off during a Christmas party once, but I don't think I've ever actually uh, done the lottery since I've been of legal age. Play these three numbers. I mean, so you got to play six numbers for this one, So, but at least play these three. 21, 28, and 25. No. <laughs> That, uh... <laughs> the best line in hockey. Those yeah. look like some numbers that I'm very angry at right now. <laughs> Play them. Claude Drew's uh, fucking great. That shot, holy what a Jesus, baby God Almighty, that was beautiful. He can fucking still go when he has to, man. Yeah, I saw your tweet earlier, and it's true. Like, say what you want about him. Like, the guy's been busting his ass. And of course, season. I had a whole bunch of people that go, "Well, where was that during the playoffs?" Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. question, but let me enjoy it. He did something good. Yeah. He's the only player on this team I want to actually succeed. Like, come on. Let me yep. have it. You know what's weird? Between him and a player like Sidney Crosby, I find myself, and I don't know if, if, if I'm getting older or what, like my 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 hormones are balancing out or <laughs> my, my T levels are low, but 
Like when they were, they were, when they were playing the Penguins, I didn't so much hate Crosby, and I was trying to appreciate him a little bit. As weird as that sounds, just now that they're older, I more respect him than I hate him. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, like this guy is an amazing talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like the There's same no kind of thing with Claude Giroux. They're all old, yeah. and it's not fun anymore. <laughs> now it's just kind of like, all right, he's getting older. Let's appreciate him before he goes away forever. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And like, part of me hates it because I would like to hate Sidney I'm Crosby. Just, I totally respect Alex Ovechkin at this point in his career. I never yeah. hated Ovechkin. Yeah. One guy I still do hate is Latang and Malkin. They're just they're oh, scum. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're easy to hate. Crosby is just like, how does he do it every game against us? He just continues. How old is he now? 33, 34? I think so, yeah. He's 33, Crosby? Yeah. If I'm 35, you think he's 33 or 32? Yeah, I wow. think, too, he's not as petulant as he used to be. 33. Yeah. Like, he's matured, yeah. Like, even that 2012 series, like, he looked like he was going to cry when, I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like him. The whole, the, like, he looked like he was going to cry. <sighs> yeah, he did. I mean, like, when Forsberg was calling him a diver, when... Crosby was a rookie. Crosby looked like he was going to cry, and he kept saying, fuck you. Remember Did that? you see that picture of Peter Forsberg that was going around a few uh, a while ago? He has this big fucking gray beard, and his glasses mm. are on strings, and he was wearing the new jersey. <laughs> he looks like he was 100 years old. And I'm like, that made me feel old. <laughs> yeah. He was unbelievable in the avalanche. One he of my was. favorite players. I was devastated when the Flyers traded him. Because I was a young child. 10. And he was like my favorite player. Granted, looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, they probably should get rid of him. He was fucking a broken down, sad mess at that point. But yes, yes, God, I was disappointed. And then fucking Robert Esch left during the summer. Upshaw came over in that Forsberg trade. Yeah, so did Ryan Parent. Ryan Parent, and uh, there's two draft picks that they gave back for Hartnell Teeman. Justin Blum, no, Jonathan Blum, and good pull. Who the fuck was the other one? Kubel really is. Upshaw all over again. Short, skates like his hair on fire, and takes at least one stupid penalty every single game. That's the Upshaw special. And that's what Kubel does every game. Runs Who around, did... takes a dumb penalty every game. Phil Desmonet. I don't know who the fuck that is. Phil. Phil. One of the all-time great names. Phil. Phil. Copy, paste. Let's find out who Phil Desmonet is. Ice hockey player. Yes, thank you. Mm. Jesus Christ, he looks like a fat Sidney Crosby. <laughs> That's incredible. Hmm. Elite prospects. What has he been up to? He's American. Des Simon Desmonet. I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. Desimone. He was a phantom? What? In 2015-16, he was a phantom. What? At Desmond Simon Des Name doesn't ring a bell. That's for goddamn sure. Twenty eight games. Then he went to yep. Utica. Utica. <laughs> but he was in uh You know <laughs> yeah. Utica. What is Utica. that? For? Oh yeah, the office, the office, yeah. yeah. Played in yeah, a couple of HL teams. College and University of New Hampshire. Ebel. I think that's the uh, British League, maybe. Hmm. He's a phantom. He scored 13 points in 28 games for him. What? I don't... I don't... And unfortunately, he fell into alcohol and drug addiction. Prostitution. His life spiraled downhill from there. I, uh... I don't know who this guy is. That also, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-pro hockey player. Med sales. Oh, maybe he's a drug addict. Definitely a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> this show is completely off the rails. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. finish it. That's been an hour. We talked about a little bit of everything tonight. We talked about hockey for about 20 minutes and then stocks for 15 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's what happens when the Flyers suck. Yeah. This is one of those nights I didn't want to do a show. I just wanted to go to bed. Fuck this. I don't want to see this team again and go to bed. But oh, shows, I feel like we have way more fire when they lose, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ironically enough, both times we've done a post game, they've lost. No, we did a Penguins game, just you and I. 
first game of the year we did one, me and you. Just just two of us. Hmm. Maybe it's me then. Oh, that's right. Jim went out and was dealing with his whore friends. Just, no, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so Jim's, friend got a, now. Jim's got a new lady. We could talk about it after a recording. Yeah. I saw your Instagram post. My heart melted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting my balls busted for that. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll call it a night. I think I still got like three shows to do this week. I'm exhausted. You you uh you packed yourself a hell of a week, Dan. I didn't. Anthony packed it for me. That's what the problem oh. was. <laughs> um. Uh, we got uh frequent flyer tomorrow night. The girls over the weekend, and I believe we rescheduled actually the the guy we were supposed to have uh, tomorrow. I think it'll be in in, in next week. Some flute. Nakamura or some kind of name. I don't remember what the fuck his name was. But uh, he's, I think he's a Bruins guy, which ironically enough should have happened this week. Maybe we should have moved. Anyway, anyway, we got some Calgary fucker coming on next week as well. And I don't know what the rest of the schedule looks like. I may never do another podcast again after this week. I've had enough. But at <laughs> Dan the Flyer. At Dan the Flyer fan. At Brotherly Puck. At Heart Countdown. I didn't put the fucking Heart Countdown. No, they lost. Never mind. Okay, never mind. We're good. And then... Uh, <laughs> I, I just panicked because before we sat down and did this, I have to, I had to make the new. Um, I'm keeping Wait, count of the 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 new. Uh, oh, off to the side. Board on brotherly pod thing. The the winning loss thing I'm doing there. I didn't have a graphic for an OTL, so I had to make one of those quick because I was never expecting this to happen. <laughs> so I did that. Okay, heart didn't win. That's fine. Um, yeah, heart countdown underscore is a new one because the other one's in Twitter jail for the foreseeable future. Existing. For being in the Capitol riots. <laughs> for saying bad things about Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah. Dunking on some shitty Devils fans. I like that their backup goalie's name is Wedgwood. Blackwood and Wedgwood. Blackwood, like, Wedgwood, and Eric Comrie. I always really liked him. He's one of those guys that never really panned out. No. Um, what are we doing on your Twitter handles? Nick. At Forza Inter 215. Jim, huh. I probably could have just. To... I know I probably could have just went right. Yeah, you can give me a follow on Twitter at Jim Like HW. You can find me on Instagram at the same at. Give the uh, podcast site a follow HW Radio eighteen Instagram Twitter, and feel free to check out our site hwhockey.net. Kyle's got a new show. Uh, new show coming out tomorrow. I figure I'd give him a quick plug uh, with Sean McMorrow. It's called The Sheriff. Check it out. It's actually a pretty good show. I listened to it this morning. Who the fuck and, is Sean uh, McMorrow? Take a, take a listen. Check out his hockey DB. It's it's going to be a good show. I think you guys might enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. So that's all I got. Neat. I've totally blanked. I was just going to say. All right, everybody. We'll call it a night. Till next time. I'm sure we'll do some post games next week. I'll figure it out. Till then, goodbye and good night. Come on, we're tripping!